Welcome back to Practical Parenting, the podcast that helps empower parents in the trenches, find joy in the process, and thrive through it all. I'm Christina Wales, here with my co-host, Dr. Terry Nguyen, Chair of Pediatrics at GBMC Healthcare. So uh, intense moments with our kids. (laughs) Um, Who has those? (laughs) I know, right? Um, uh, I have found, and, you know, it doesn't work all the time, but I have found that infusing fun into these moments can really lighten the mood um, and really just actually kind of cut the intense moments, you know, where they are. Um, So... I thought today I would just share um, a few ways that I've been able to do this in the hopes that maybe our listeners will come away with some fun tips. So um, number one, I know I've mentioned this before, but um, taking pictures of toys in the store. This is something I found works really well to avoid tantrums, and it also serves as a great reminder of what the kids want. So when birthdays and Christmases come around, I know I can just grab some pictures off my phone, send them to the family and friends, and they know what to get them. So um, basically, if my kid comes up to me in the store, mommy, mommy, can we get this? Oh, let's take a picture of it, and maybe next time we'll grab it. So I have hundreds of pictures of toys in my phone, but if I had a meltdown in a store, no, not one. That's awesome. So, proof is in the pudding here. Yes. <laughs> um, this next one, number two, I cannot take full credit for. There is a woman on Instagram called Naptime Kitchen, and she gave this um, tip. So, if you're having trouble getting your toddler or preschooler to brush their teeth, um, make it into a game about getting the food out of their teeth. So, mm. just remember what they ate that day and just say, hmm, I see some tomatoes back there. Do you think you can get the tomatoes out? And they brush, and then I say, oh, nope, I see some more avocado in the back there. And they try to get it out. And they brush their whole mouth trying to get all of the oh, the I food out. And you know you it's can add to tip. that flossing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, look, it's kind of in the crevice there. Let's floss it out. There you go. You did such a great job on the brushing. <laughs> Let's floss it out. Oh, I really like this. Yeah. yeah. Let's brush and floss it out. The I win in the car game is probably unique to our situation, but um, we have two very competitive children, um, which is not a surprise based off who their parents are. Um, And my oldest was buckling her seatbelt super fast and then saying, I win in the car as if it were a game, which upset my youngest because she wanted to win, but she couldn't really do the seatbelt as well as her sister. So after quite a few times of this argument and meltdown, I said, how about anytime anybody puts their seatbelt on the car, you say, I win. Twofold, because then everybody says I win once their seatbelts are on. But then also, I know if the seatbelts are on so that I can start to drive. And then I participate in the game as well. So I strap my seatbelt and I say, I win. And then we move on. Oh, I love it. And what that did was not... It worked in the moment, but then it also took the intensity out of the game itself. Mm -hmm. And so now we don't even have to say it anymore because no one really cares about the game anymore. Right. And I'm going to take that a step further. Uh, Competition. Kids are naturally competitive with their um, siblings, okay? So use it to your advantage, okay? Um, If you're trying to get your child to do something and it's like, oh, you're a broken record, you're doing it a million times – Turn it into a competition, just like you did with the seatbelt. Like, who can get dressed fastest in the morning? And, you know, and you can uh, you can do a little chart for the mm-hmm. week. And the winner will get to pick the game that we play on Friday night or mm. the movie uh, on family movie night. Something that's motivating to yeah. them, right? But so it's, it, you know, it takes the, oh, my gosh, mornings are, are just terrible because 
I think they are for many families, Mm -hmm. mornings because you're trying to rush out or in the evenings when you're trying to bring the kids down. So if you can make some kind of competition, like who can get ready for bed fastest, you know, and again, do the chart and have a reward. They they respond really well to rewards, way better than um, getting a punishment for not doing something or not doing it right. Yeah. Speaking of that one, I'll jump down a little bit to um, we run into a lot of issues about who gets to do something first. And so we play rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors. Very basic game. We all know the rules. Um, and then they play with each other to see who goes first. It takes me out of the deciding factor. It takes them out of the deciding factor. And it's just whoever wins the game. And that has diffused a lot of arguments. Um the she won't stop looking at me staring contest. Um, so this one I know is very popular. I don't know what it is with kids and their sister looking out at the window, their window versus the other window. But we've gotten very into she won't stop looking at me, tell her to stop looking at me. And finally, I just said, if you're both going to look at each other, have a staring contest. Immediate staring contest where it's no longer an issue. Yeah. And you know what? You, I mean, if you stare at somebody sooner or later, you're going to crack up because yeah. you have, I mean, it is like really intense. We're doing it right now. Yeah. And you're smiling and you're like, she's cuckoo. <laughs> oh my God, she just took off on this, right? And look, you're smiling, you're laughing. It's really about diffusing that moment and mm-hmm. infusing it with laughter mm-hmm. and a lighter moment, right? So fun, laughter. I feel like laughter can cure so many conflicts and, um, you know, conflicts and um, disagreements. And uh, so the last two we have, um, can you roll your eyes bigger? This one came from my oldest rolling her eyes at me after I said something super offensive um, to her. And so I just said back, instead of thinking that it was disrespectful or whatever, just saying, I bet that the next time I say something, you can't roll your eyes any bigger than you just did. And then we spent the next five minutes just so dramatically rolling our eyes mm-hmm. as big as we possibly could. And then we were laughing about it together. So there you go. That's uh, number six. And then number seven, I think so many, I've heard so many parents do this, um, coming up with songs to get your kids to do stuff. I mean, we all know D- Daniel Tiger works for a reason, guys. Yeah. And so, you know, coming up with your own, I call them dads, which I don't know if we're allowed to curse on this podcast, but I just call them dumb mm, ditties. And there are little dads, little songs you get to get your kids to do things. My favorite, and it still works for my kids, is the second floor song. So if we're having trouble stopping um, what we're doing on the first floor with toys and getting upstairs to do bath and bedtime, I say, one, two, three, four, we're headed to the second floor. Five, six, seven, eight, we're putting on PJs. It's going to be great. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Not very creative or even really on tune, but it works. And they start singing it and they march upstairs and everybody's having fun. You know, nursery rhymes happen for a reason, right? right? I mean, they get kids to do a lot of crazy things. And Simon Says, remember Simon Says? Mm -hmm. Simon Says it's time to get dressed. Simon Says it's time to do whatever, you know? Um, Also a good game for control. Yeah. Little toddlers and preschoolers love to be in control, and Simon Says lets them them exercise that. Exactly. So, I mean, I think— just the point of what I think we're we're getting at here is that, you know, sometimes it's hard in those intense moments for us. We might be 
getting upset or frustrated about what's happening. And it might be hard for us to find the fun in it, but it really does work. And if you can find a place to, you know, check your own self and just say, how can I make this moment less intense? You'll find something to do that you can diffuse it. And like I said, it might not work every time, but if it works 80% of the time, I feel like you'll be more prepared for the 20% that don't. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I'll give you one example. It tore me up for years that uh, my child, as young as three years old, would tell me, I hate you, mommy. Mm. Every time she didn't get something she wanted, I hate you. And after a while, it has to get to you. I mean, I know she doesn't really hate me, but if you hear it multiple times a day, you sure. know, you're you're going to take some of it in, right? And then so this is about infusing fun and laughter in the moment. So at some – it took me many years to get this one, okay? <laughs> don't Don't think like it came easily. I don't know. It's just one day she's like, I hate you for that or I hate you. And I said, you know what? When I hear you say that, I hear that you love me. She was so stunned. She was like, what? You're not even getting mad at me? You're not going to react? I mean, you know, she was taken aback. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She stopped saying she hated me. And, you know, it was like you just – you flipped it on. You flipped the tables on them, right? Because I was starting to feel really bad. And I was taking it to heart, you know, and that she was doing it towards me. It's not about you. It's She didn't get what she wanted, remember? Mm-hmm. And so how do you flip it back? And then even I love all the action that you were saying about doing the eye thing. Really, you know, any kind of movement, you know, like or you just mirror your child. Be, and be silent. Yeah. Just mirror them. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. It just breaks it. Right, it, it just softens the moment, breaks it up. Anything that you can do to bring on laughter um, and connection, and how silly it all actually is, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. none of these things, these conflicts that we have with our children, is world-ending or world-shattering ninety-nine um, percent of the times. But in the heat of the moment, it's like somebody's got to win. No, you can all win. We can all burst out in laughter and give each other hugs, maybe at the end, or at least you know, not slam doors uh, on different sides of the house. So that's a win for me. Yeah. So um, on social media, tell us your fun tip that you have, and maybe we'll all learn something about some new uh, new tactics we can use in our own homes. Absolutely. We can even do a little microdose of what our listeners uh, have suggested. Yes. We can act them out even. I love that idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, so awesome. it's all about the fun and the laughter, right? Fun, yes. laughter, movement and connection. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) See you next time. See ya.